0: Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. Hello, this is Catherine Toon. Welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Toon. And we are going to talk about today, me and Jesus. It's the royal we. You always have a royal we, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> you Papa Jesus, Holy Spirit, you know, you never are in company than less than four people at one time, uh, as one. Uh, so, uh, kind of fun, but, um, like really fun. We're going to talk about how to stay steady in tumultuous times. And, uh, how many of you are feeling some tumult uh, you know, I, I I go in and out of checking the news and glance at it, it was like, yeah, I'm good enough. <laughs> uh, and that's actually one of one of the keys that's really helpful, uh, you know, because if you find yourself constantly getting angry, then, you know, maybe that's not the most life giving place. And, you know, being angry is normal, right? Uh, Jesus said, be angry, but don't sin. So being angry is not, um, you know, not a sin. Uh, But how many of you know it can be exhausting, right? And particularly for the people that have a really strong justice streak, right? It's like you just can't let it go. And at some point, we're going to need to trust God, for, um, for justice, you know, to make things turn out right. And I'm not saying that we don't do things obviously. Um, but let's just be very clear. Our metron is limited. And so, you know, I, a lot of times if you will leave things with Jesus and be available as he calls you to do things, you will find that you, um, uh, you're not striving and, toiling and angry all the time. And we have so much anger and let's be very clear. There's reason for that. So I'm not trying to, um, uh, like say, wow, you just suck it up buttercup. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying being in the place where you're constantly angry and you're constantly focused on who did what that wasn't okay. Um, and all of that, um, you will wear yourself out. And you will miss the good life that God gave you to have. So there is a balance. There is a balance. And, you know, God is, um, you know, I think sometimes we feel, and this is probably something that it needs to be ministered to, but if you kind of feel like God dropped the ball in the justice department, like how can you be good and let these things happen? I, I totally get that. That's part of my testimony. Um, then, you know, you need to take that to the Lord. Uh, because he does have a whole lot greater perspective on this. So we're talking about today how to stay steady in tumultuous times. And let's face it, there's a lot of tumult out there. And, you know, the more you look at the news, uh, the greater the tumult seems, right? And it just seems sometimes irreconcilable. Uh, and then if you uh, take on the burdens, um, then you can never rest. And, and it's hard. You, you start to be overcome. By the circumstances and so burdened um, that you just don't see a way out. And so God has has called us to be in the world but not of the world. What does that mean? Well, obviously we're in the world. we're human beings and that's important. Our humanity is important, but we do we are able to transcend it. So let's talk about this. Um, one thing I wanted to bring out uh, is that uh, every generation, um, has sort of a fresh, uh, you know, uh, a fresh setback, right? Whether it's wars or whether it's the medical issues or whether it's political fallout or religious fallout or uh, natural disaster or, you know, whatever, there's all sorts of things that beset every single generation. And if you go back and look at it, honestly, think, yep, there it is. Nope, there it is. Yep, there it is. Yep. Okay. Wow. That was a big one. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, and so, you know, we act, we, we do get surprised about this, like, and, 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 and the word God says, you know, don't be surprised at the stuff that you're facing uh you know um this is like everybody experiences stuff and and granted some people get it worse than others there isn't justice let's just be very clear on that so i'm not trying to water down people's pain in any way shape or form but i am trying to help people get past it you know one of the things that's really helpful uh to be in my 50s um is that you know i've seen a little bit of life uh and then there's you know the people that are uh, you know decades older than me it's like wow you've experienced so much, let me glean from your wisdom. But you know, there's something uh, that we can glean, having had some experience that you know what, I survived that. Yeah. And, and wow, you know, I thought this one was going to take me out. But dang, here I am. And every generation has the um, has the um, uh, experience of something horrific. You know, I'm looking at some of the names popping up, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, wow, yeah, that's horrific." Uh, things that should have taken us out, and you know what? It is amazing because we are still here. The human race has survived um, things, and you know, every generation thinks it's got, got the new, latest, and greatest. And this is going to take us out, and you know what? Let's let let's pan on back and historically look at the things that the human race has survived. And we'd be like, oh, I'm so glad I've got my my things and not what they had, right? Uh, we can start to be grateful that, dang, we don't have that. Thank you, Jesus, we don't have that. We have this, and this sucks. Uh, and let's be clear, let's call a spade a spade. Let's be honest. Um, But ooh, we don't have that. And, uh, you know, and every, every generation kind of gets a little bit, um, uh, under the, uh, the heaviness of their own challenges. And, you know, to feel that is just being human, but we need to recognize, uh, that somehow we personally have survived so far. And how many of you have a testimony where, um, you know, this should have taken me out and, wow, um, I'm here. How did that happen? How did I get through that? And, you know, it really is the grace of God, ding, 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 that has gotten you this far and will get you through the rest of what may come at you. And there's something amazing because, you know, I, I love I love Jesus. I love the Bible. I love the way he doesn't whitewash things. Um, and you know, if, if God ever had a branding problem, it was probably because his word, the word of God gave him one. (sighs) Um, yeah. So, um, so properly interpreting scripture is really important to really have a relationship with a good God who looks good in the midst of crappy stuff. Right. And so how do we handle ourselves? How do we stay steady? When we have the latest onslaught and the latest onslaught, and then this hit, and then this hit, and then what the hell, right? And, and not spin out, and not spin out. You know, we can be steady. We do have a rock to stand on. You know, it's not a marshmallow to stand on. We have a rock to stand on. And it's the rock of ages, so which means it's a rock that transcends all ages, Right? And so we do have an invitation to stay steady, whereas people who really aren't familiar with this rock um, uh, have. And so we have something to offer. And let me just say this. Every single one of you, oh, let me help you, has something to offer. I, I know you're going through stuff. I know there's stuff it's like you still haven't figured out. Uh, I know there's stuff it's like you're probably not doing so great at. Oh, welcome to the club. Um, And um, so, but you have something even in the midst to offer. And sometimes that's actually really helpful because when you're going through stuff, you have something to offer. You have more to offer than you know. And so, you know, this is why we get to be um, led as the sons and daughters of God, right? Uh, And, you know, in the midst of, well, I haven't got this figured out, but dang, yeah, you know what? This I can help you with. And that's a beautiful thing that we can help one another right where we're at. It's pretty amazing. Um, so let me, uh, I've got some good scripture here. Uh, so I, I was going to take you to John 16, 32 through 33. And I apologize if I'm kind of nasal. Uh, I did get COVID in this word, you will tribulation, right? So I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fighting off symptoms. I'm just, um, you know, it's like a cold, really. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I'm grateful I have a nice big basement to sequester in. So I'm not infecting everybody. And I'm quarantining and doing all that. So I'm getting through it. So thank you for uh, whatever good well wishes you have. I'm working through it. I'm actually happy to become fully inoculated after the pain stops. And it's all good. So um, anyway, there, there's a if, explanation and we're all good so let's go to john 16 32 through 33 and i like this i'm reading this from the amplified bible it says take care careful notice well ding da, ding ding let's sit up and pay attention and this may be kind of worth we're going to get something out of this but if we let it kind of da, 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 we're going to miss it right an hour is coming and has arrived when you, you will be, I'll be scattered each to his own home, leaving me alone. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples, right, right before he goes to the cross. Um, um, yet I'm not alone because the father is with me. So he's basically saying, you know what, you guys will abandon me. Bye bye. You know, uh, you guys will freak out, cover your own butts and, you know, just basically forsake me and deny me. Okay. So he's aware of this issue, but he also knows where his source is. Yet I'm not alone, uh, because my father is with me. Okay. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, super important when everybody forsakes you, you are never alone. There's no less than four in your company when you're all by yourself. You, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, you know God travels in a pack, <laughs> and He is one, but He's also three in one, right? And um, the mystery of the Trinity, the delightful mystery of the Trinity. Uh, you never, you never are alone, and so any place that feels alone is a delusion, uh, and just needs ministry. And let let the Lord minister to you if you feel alone. He said I've told you things that you that in me you may have perfect peace. I love that, perfect peace, right? Completed peace, full, robust peace, mature peace. In this world, uh, you will have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous. So, you know, in other words, we're not wiping it. You know, sometimes things will just like truly suck to a tribulation level. Tribulation means crushing. The tribulum was the grinding um, uh, wheel that crushed the wheat. So if you're feeling crushed, well, ding, da, ding, ding. Um, uh, I mean, I'm really sorry about that, but welcome to humanity because it is a thing. So you will have this and you will have distress and you will suffer. Dang it. Right. But, oh, hallelujah. You know, it's really important. I remember Andrew Womack used to say, be careful where you put your butt. And so it's really important to put the butt after the tribulation and suffering, not, you know, a good thing. And then, but okay, no, we're not watering down the good thing. We're looking at the bad thing square in the face. And we're saying, but okay, really important. This is really important for your mental health. This is why God gave it to us, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. Woo. Hi. Hi, Mark. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. The classic translation says, um, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. How much does God love us? Like he knew things would be- suck Okay, like in a big way. So if you're suffering, um, you know, sometimes we're like, we act like we've done something wrong. And, you know, sometimes we suffer from our own consequences. And actually, we really have done some things wrong. <laughs> um, and we're, we're dealing with consequences, but it's never a punishment, right? So like God is punishing me. It's not a punisher. Quit accusing your lovely God of things that we have a tendency to do, right? Um, so he's not a punisher and look, but I have deprived it of the power to harm you. I have conquered it for you so that you may have perfect peace and confidence. You may take courage. Where do you get courage? You take it from Jesus. He's the courageous one. He's the courageous one. He's love that casts out fear. So you can be courageous, be confident what you can be confident. You're standing on that rock. Does the rock move? Does the rock sag? Does the rock slip? Does the rock? Did does a rock become spongy does a rock leave no the rock is just the rock okay so this attribute of a gentle god who is a rock okay it's like a really good thing because everything else shifting sands right and then we're all over the map right okay you can be confident uh, uh certain and undaunted now let me just say this you will not have it all figured out <laughs> it's not dependent on us figuring it out it's dependent on us resting on the one who is the capital answer in the midst of all our questions right and so we you know we have and and, and in the midst of our unanswered questions there are things i have no idea like people ask me what about this it's like i have no clue i just look i have no idea how to i don't know why you prayed and you get healed i don't know why your healing isn't manifest i don't i don't know why and I don't, I don't feel a need to come up with something unless God gives me something brilliant to be helpful. Okay. Um, but I do know that it's yours and I do know you can rest in Him and one way or the other, He's going to make things work out for your good. One way or the, one way or the other, we win. Okay. One way or the other, we win. Okay. Um, so, um, so how, how do, how do, how do we do that? <laughs> I did put a how to at the top, how to stay steady. Um, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. I'm reading this in the Passion Translation. I was just enjoying it in that version. Um, uh, It says, As for us, we have all these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. This is a cloud of witnesses. You know what? They're kind of on the other side. They're seeing Jesus face to face. And they're like... "Ah." You go, you go, right? They're championing you on. They're like, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, you can do this thing. You got it, you got it, you got it. And they're championing you. It's just so glorious. All the people that maybe you're broken hearted about, like maybe you're broken hearted about people that have passed on to the other side, you know, whatever. Um, and you're broken hearted. Well, it's like, they're still there. They're actually better. They're good to go. It's just like they went before you. So we do not need to grieve as the world grieves. And they're like, yeah, they're cause they see it. They're like, Oh wow. All that confusion I had. Yeah. All that that. I, Oh yeah. I see it now. Let me tell you, you got this. You son, you daughter, of God, you got this. And it's amazing. So they're championing us. Isn't that amazing? It's such a beautiful thing. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us. Okay. So in the place where we've been pierced by wounds, like we've had tribulation and we have been knocked down. We have been, um, you know, filleted open. Uh, we have been the breath knocked out of us. We've been abandoned. We've been, we've just been wounded. Welcome to the human community, rejected, abandoned, persecuted, right? All of the crap, okay? Uh On purpose, in order to harm, you know, we got stuff's going on, right? Um, in that place where you have real wounds, God is asking you to let go of the wounds. And our, our problem is sometimes we hold on to the wounds because we kind of feel like the answers in the wounds. Like if I don't continue to hold on to this, I'm like saying it didn't matter. Well, of course it matters. Right? Okay. Um, um, and I'm not saying, now let's just be very clear. I'm not, I, I am not. Let me say, let me tell you what I'm not saying. I'm not saying bury it. I'm not saying. I'm saying let it go to Jesus. Like those wounds that you're feeling that are coming up, um, hand them to Jesus. Like he's the only one that can handle it, right? Let it go to him. Trust him to heal, engage with him, uh, and to heal that, heal the rejection, heal the be- abandonment, heal the betrayal, um, heal the, you know, whatever, uh, just the, the loss, right? Let him, he does that. I don't know how he does it. Um, I mean, kind of, but no, not really. <laughs> I just know he does. As you engage with, as you let that pain come up, Jesus is able to minister to that pain. And I'm like, well, I'm good here. Nothing really changed because he didn't rewrite history except for he wrote, rewrote what it imprinted on my heart. So now it doesn't mean I'm shameful. I'm dirty. I'm powerless. I'm helpless. I'm, I'm, you know, worthless. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. I'm too much. I'm whatever the lie is. And He's rewriting his truth in our inner man. So that's giving it to Jesus. We've talked about this a lot so that he can heal it. So let go of the wound that has pierced, of every wound that has pierced us. Um, let let it go. Let go of the betrayal. Let it go. Let it go. And a lot of times it has to do with forgiveness because they can't pay you back. Listen, what they took from you, they they, they can't restore that back, Right? So give it to Jesus and let him take care of it. He can restore. Okay. Okay. Um, and we, I've talked about this a lot, so I'm not going to belabor this. And the sin that we so easily fall into. Let's talk about sin for a second. Uh, it's not a sexy word. Uh, it's not a, um, a popular word. Uh, you know, there's some circles that say there was no sin. That's just like, hello. Hello. That's delusion. Um, but if we approach sin like a mistaken identity from which we do things that harm us and others that violate love, uh, then we have it right. You need to let go of every false identity that says you're not holy, you're not righteous, you're not holy or whole in him, uh, that you're not enough, that there's something wrong with you, that you're dirty, that you're shameful. Um, all of the crap that we believe. We need to let go of those things. That's why we need to engage God in the place of our wounds. Okay. And then in that we're empowered, uh, for our behavior to come up. Oh my goodness. We can do the one thing that we're called to do. Let me remind myself. Oh yes. That's to love as he loves. Okay. To his standard, which is impossible except for we're one with the one who is the Lord over the impossible. Right? So, uh, so we're letting go of the wounds uh, we're letting go of the the false identities, the sin that we so easily fall into, and then the fear that comes with that. So I need to get mine. So I need to do something uh, for to protect myself or to provide for myself or to whatever it is we do, and then we hurt other people and we hurt ourselves, and it's really stupid. Sin is stupid, and we've all done it. So let's let let's not. Uh, let's handle it appropriately, um, and, and let God minister to us so that we can come up higher and we can love better. Yay. That's what we're called to do. Okay. Um, uh, it says then, so we do that. We let go of the wings, We let go of the sin. We let go of the false identities. Then we will be able, this is empowerment. Ding, ding, ding. This is how we do it. Jesus is saying it. Then we will be... Well, actually, no, it wasn't. It was Jesus through the writer of Hebrews. Okay. Um, then we will be able to run life's marathon race. Life is not a sprint. Life is not a sprint. I was a sprinter for years until I got exhausted. <laughs> and I had to learn the same stupid lesson over and over again. It's okay, she can be taught, but I am saying that you can be taught as well, and you may need to learn the lesson over and over a couple times until you get it, but you will get it. Hallelujah. How good is God at a teacher and teaching his students? Then you will be able to run life's marathon race with passion. Hallelujah. There's something happy uh, and determination, right? You know what? This is going to work out. Yeah. No, someone, I'm going to fulfill the purposes that I was created for before the foundation of the world. Yeah, that's happening. For the path has already been marked out before us. You see, I can run it with passion and determination because Jesus has already marked out that path. And he's the pioneer of my faith, which is kind of where we're getting to the next point in Hebrews um, 12.2. It says we look away from the natural realm. So, you know what? Turn off the dang news for a bit. You know, turn off the COVID statistics for a bit. Turn off the masking mandates and the vaccine or to not vaccinate or to vote here or, but, or Democrat, Republican or whatever it is where you live. Cause I know not everything's about the U.S. Hallelujah. God is about a whole world. Um, and, um, you know, uh, turn, turn it off, baby. Turn off the violence. Turn off all the crap. Look away, uh, from the natural realm and we focus our attention. What are you? Um, focusing like a, a microscope, what's your attention on? You're getting it in, in clear focus and expectation. like Because God actually accomplished something on that cross. ding to ding ding He actually did something on behalf of humanity that is still working and reverberating um, from the foundation of the world to now until the end of time and cross eternity, however that is defined. Uh, yes. Uh, unto Jesus... Yay. Who birthed faith within us. Listen, this is not up to you to cough up your faith, to work it, to cram word down there, tell the, tell you have faith. Listen, look unto Jesus. He is the word. He's got, he's got it all wrapped up. He authored it. He finishes it. He birthed it within you. He is the seed. He is the word. Ding to ding ding. It's birthed within you and who leads us forward unto faith's perfection. Oh my goodness, way to go. High five, Brian Simmons. Thank you so much. It's so beautiful. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, you are his thing. He utterly adores you. Okay, you are his big thing. Okay, he utterly adores you. Um, okay, where am I? I kind of lost my place. Uh, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation. So he, he endured agony. He conquered humiliation and shame and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Now consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition. Are you feel, facing such intense opposition? What's the crap that's opposing you? You know, I'm looking at the names that are flashing up. I love you guys. Um, and I'm thinking, wow, cancer. I'm thinking of all these horrific things, family tragedy, you know, uh, just emotional, um, uh, stuff and betrayals and crap. I know some of your stories and I'm like, dang, it's amazing that you're so amazing because you could be a real jerk with all that. But you're, you're so gorgeous. Wow, you're doing it the Jesus way. So carefully, uh, so consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition, right? From sinners who oppose their own souls. I love that. I love, isn't that beautiful? Doesn't that make you happy? From sinners who oppose their own soul. Well, number one, you know, um, you're, you're not a sinner, just FYI, but you may be acting like one. <laughs> and we all have, <laughs> okay, we get confused. And I love that. Who oppose their own souls? Your soul is saying, I am lovely and love and holy, just like Jesus. And you're acting like, no. I'm a jerk, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I just think that's so beautiful. This is why I had to read this for you. You might just get happy. Um, so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. Okay? So looking under Jesus, he's the pioneer. Some some translations go the pioneer of our faith. He pioneered it, right? So, oh, I'm falling in the trail of Jesus. Yay, here's the tracks. And I'm not just falling behind him. He's in me. So he's already laid tracks on my heart. He's already laid tracks on how I'm going to walk the crap out that I've got to face, right? The intense opposition. And I just keep looking at the eyes of love. Oh, let me think. Um, And love never fails. So I guess I have that champion blood in me, that champion DNA in me. Of course you do. You look just like Jesus as he is. So are you right now in your flavor. Um... Let's go to John 15, uh, three through five. Some of my favorite fast passages, I may have mentioned them uh, once or twice. Uh, just they make me happy. I figure if it makes me happy, it might just make you happy. It might just help you uh, in what you got going on. Um, so this is Jesus speaking to his disciples uh, right before he's going to the cross. There may be something major, major, big deal coming up in context. Um, so these words I have spoken over you uh, have already cleansed you. Okay, so you're already clean. You are clean, beloved. And so if you're not acting clean, it's because you don't know it. So let the Lord minister that to you as he is. So are you in this world. Just a reminder. Uh, so you must remain in life union with me for I remain in life union with you. Now, let me just help you there. Uh, you don't go in and out of union. Uh, God, you were united with God before the foundation of the world. Okay, so he decided it before you could say yes. I'm just saying, you know, he. You didn't choose me. I chose you. Okay. Right. Ephesians 1, 4. Right. He chose you, joined him to himself before the foundation of the world. Right. That. Okay. So you already united with Christ, but we do awaken to it. And then we agree with it. And sometimes when we we forget, because the weakness of our frames, we tend to forget. We feel like we're disconnected. Well, that's just functional disconnection. Okay. But that's not really. You are a secure, baby. Okay. You are so secure. Oh my goodness. It's like, I knew you guys would be all over the map. I just chose you because I knew you guys would be like crazy. You guys would go a little insane. You guys would get delusional and think that somehow your behavior is the basis for my choice for you, right? Uh, that your behavior, your choice is what gives you security. No, I chose you. That's your security. And as we choose him back, we experience his choice. Oh, you may want to just let that make you happy right there. As you choose them back in every area, it's not just the sinner's prayer, or whatever, um, because you're not a sinner, but let me just help you. Um, But 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 it's, it's you're like, yeah, Jesus, I, I choose to let you. I choose to, okay, wow, well, I'm going to yield to you here. You may be smarter than me. Uh, you know, I'm going to yield to you here. I may yield to your leading. I may yield to what you're revealing about me um, or about the, right? And so where we fight that, we act as if we're separate, but we're not, but we're a little delusional people sometimes. And then at, in our delusion, we have false identities. And out of our false identities, we do sinful things that harm people and harm ourselves. So, and Jesus is like right there. Let me just remind you, I already chose you. You're already holy. You're already just like me. Come on back, baby. All right. So just to help you. So you must remain in life union with me. That's an awareness. Oh my goodness. Practice is presence. Ha, ah, Jesus, where are you? I just did something really awful. Did you go away? No, you're right there. Oh my God. You were right there when I did that awful thing. Yeah, that was really, forgive me. Oh, you already have. Thank you for forgiving me. I forgive myself. Now help me clean up my mess. Right. Okay. So you must remain in life union with you. Where in your mind? right? We're alienated, not really, but in our minds. And out of at, in our minds, when we feel alienated, we do alienation things. We do despicable things. We rape children and molest people and murder and steal and kill and judge and all the ugly, right? Put people in bondage and enslave and all the crap we do as a human race because we don't know who the heck we are. Yeah? For I remain in life union with you. So you can remain in life union with him, because he remains in life union with you. He chose. Okay. So I might be able to do this thing because you chose me. Ha, I might be able to rest. Maybe this thing's going to turn out okay. All right. Uh, for as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined with mine. This is about intimacy. All right. Oh, I get to rest. Oh, my God. You adore me. Thank you. I might just have to adore you back. Ha. Okay, if I'm having a hard time liking people, loving people right now, let, just let me just administer to me right now. Maybe I just need to be. Oh yeah, pour that in. Oh, yeah, man. And then it'll automatically love and flow as a byproduct of him adoring you, letting him adore you in all the ugly places. Listen, if he doesn't adore you in the ugly places, he doesn't adore you, and he adores you right there, and is helping you clean up the ugly, right? As you live in life uh, you, uh, union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream. Oh my goodness, a little dab will do. It will stream from within. It's, doesn't that make you happy? But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. Well, it's living separate. It's not. You're not separate, but you're living as if you are. Listen, if I if I have you know a, a rich rich daddy, but I'm out on the street and I think I'm an orphan, I'm experiencing orphan. But I really have a rich daddy. So oh my goodness, just run back home. Daddy, I'm all dirty. Clean me up. I'm just a mess, right? Uh, one final happy scripture. Matthew 11, 28, 30. I know you guys hear these a lot from me, but I it's just a wealth. It's just a font. I just get happy every time. Uh, so we're just going to get happy. Uh, and I want to apologize for it. It says, uh, the Passion Translation, Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? How do you stay steady in tumultuous times? Come to me. Jesus, where are you? You're out there. No, you're in here. Okay, yeah, I'm just recentering, reconnecting. Happy, happy, happy. Ah, there you are. Okay, come to me, and I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Yay! There's desert out there. There's crap going on. Oh, hell is breaking loose. Ding, da ding, ding. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, but I get to, whoo! I get to come. I get to, I get to be refreshed. He's your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Now, you already are pre-joined. This is in your mind, right? This is where the the rubber meets the road. It's in your mind. You're already joined. But like, oh, yeah, I'm joined. Okay? Yes, I'm one. Uh, learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, and easy to please. Oh, my goodness. He's pre-pleased. You're pre-forgiven. He's gentle. He's humble. He's lowly. He. I'm coming here to serve you. You're all worried about serving me, you will of course, you're going to serve be out of love as a byproduct, but not to get to me. Come to me, let me adore you, let me clean you up, let me remind you who you are, and let me love, 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 oh my goodness, let me just love you up one side, the other. And then, oh, my goodness, you're going to see people. You're going to love them. Even when they're acting like stinkers, you're going to, like, love them because they're beautiful, just like him in their flavor. They don't know who they are. So they're doing stupid. They're doing ugly. It's because they don't know that they're brilliant and beautiful. And some of the places where we don't know we're brilliant and beautiful, we do stupid and ugly. Okay? Um, you will find refreshment and rest in me. <sighs> yeah. Uh, For all that I require of you will be ding to ding ding pleasant and easy to bear. How many of you were like, well, if I go to Jesus, he's going to send me on some sort of mission thing for the rest of my life in Africa or someplace I don't want to be. We love Africa, so I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. But I've just heard this, right? You know, if I follow God's plan for my life, he's going to make me do something I hate. Well, he knows how he made you. Now, he's going to ask you to do hard things like forgive, like, um, quit deceiving yourself about what's really going on and being honest and bringing your crap to Jesus. So it can be healed, owning your stuff, uh, but not owning other people's stuff. And he's, he is going to conform you to the image of Christ. And sometimes that's going to be hard, you know, but you were made for hard things. You're a champion, but what he's called you to do. Oh my goodness. It's, it was made for you. It will fit. It will bring you life. And it will be easy to bear why there's grace all over it. It's already pre-blessed, right? So you don't have to worry about God somehow, like he's going to send me and ask me to do something I don't want to do. So I better just party my whole life and then just give my life to Jesus right before I die. That's like the definition of stupid, but that's, a, I mean, whatever, if that's what it is, it is. But, um, you know, that doesn't mean he adores you less. It means you're confused. Um, and you're not going to, it's not going to be good for you. Just FYI. Not because he's punishing you, because we do stupid things when we don't know who we are, right? Um, So take your rest in him. He's your rock. He's your steady. He's your happy. And just camp. Hey, listen, you don't need to sign up for everyone else's depression. You do not and should not sign up for everyone else's panic. You know, I mean, I was sharing, and I share this regularly, um, uh, you know, when uh, when stuff happens at me, the first thing I say, it's like when I've started to feel like... <clears throat> you know, coming up. I'm like, nobody panic. Nobody panic. Well, I'm not really talking to anyone else but me. I mean, God's not panicking. Chances are, if I'm reacting, you know, everyone else is like probably okay. I'm reacting. I'm telling myself, like, chill. Get a grip, Catherine. Nobody panic. <laughs> Why? Oh, Jesus stole the phone. she's going to help me. she's going to figure this out, right? Most of the stuff we freak out about, like, never really happens. Or if it does, we don't cope with it well when we're freaking So usually when I'm ministering to people, the first thing I minister to is the freak out, because the freak out is what's making you feel like somehow you're disconnected from God, who is love, who casts out fear. Let's retreat back to what we know. Oh, God is love. I'm one with him. He's perfecting that which concerns me. He's going to work all this out for good. He's going to lead me and guide me how I need to go. He's going to empower me. He's going to sustain me. He's going to heal me. He's going to help me. He's going to give me wisdom. We're going to walk it out. Somehow you made it so far. You're going to make it the rest of the way, baby. You are a champion and you can be happy along the way. This is the victory that you have. And this is what you can handle to people because while you may be having crap going on, you know what? The crap doesn't need to really get on the inside, right? Unless you let it because you got so much glory hallelujah just let the glory flow like a fountain and it just like you know belches out the crap right no not no nope, not participate you do not need to participate that is false responsibility. Now, I'm not saying be in La La Land that we don't know Houston. We have like major deal. Jesus, we have problems. Like this is why we have a savior. Okay. But I'm saying you don't need to participate in the panic. You don't need to participate in the depression. You don't need to participate in the anxiety. You don't need to participate in the ox. You just do not need to participate. You can bring peace. And it's based on something realer than what they think is so real. So these things are subject to change, right? For these light momentary troubles are working for us a more exceeding weight of glory as we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen for the things that are seen are temporal, temporary, subject to change, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Yeah. And you're eternal. So one way or the other, it's going to turn out good. So my two advice to you, the don't panic thing when something comes up in you and then telling yourself one way or the other, this will turn out good one way or the other. There's I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know the answers. I don't know, but one way or the other, it's going to turn out good. You want to have happy mental health in the midst of that? Those two things will send you a long way. You are one with the one who is love that never fails, that utterly adores you, that's commanded you to love and empowers you to do so. You look just like him in your flavor. You're gorgeous just the way you are, and he's working that out in you. God is all the while, affectionately at work, energizing, creating in you the power and desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. And he's really good at his job. So I may be really crappy at following at least for the minute. You'll get better. He's really good. He's a better teacher than you are a student. He's a better leader than you are a follower. He's a greater savior than you are a, I won't say a sinner because you're not, but a confused person. (laughs) <laughs> right? And so that's what you look at. And he brings you a pyre. And the, the great thing is that you get to take people ooh, with you. Happy, happy. I hope you guys have a great day. I love you. Share this with someone who needs it. All right. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.